Father, we thank you this morning. It is your breath in our lungs. You woke up this morning. You woke us up this morning. You brought us thus far. David said, if it hadn't been for the Lord that was on our side, where would we have been? But for your mercy, but for your grace, but for your love, but for your forgiveness. And so we thank you this morning for the blood, for the blood, the blood that is shed on our behalf. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Well, well welcome this morning to the house of the Lord. Um, you may be seated. My name is Ed. I'm one of the pastors here, and uh, I've been on staff since 19, yeah, forever, yes. I've been on, at this church since 1984, been on staff since 1988, and that's the same year, amount of years I'm married, so you can calculate, amen. So, but I believe God is a God of mercy and a God of grace, and whatever God does, it's always according to the word. So this morning we're going to open our Bibles to the book of Leviticus chapter 8 from verse 14. Leviticus chapter 8. The Bible declares, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. There's no remission of sin in the book of Leviticus chapter 8 from verse 14. And it says, and he brought the bull for the sin offering. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull for the sin offering and killed it. Then he took the blood, put the, some on the horns of the altar, or around, his, around with his fingers and purified the altar. And he poured the blood at the base of the altar, consecrated to make atone for it. Then he took the fat that was on the entrails, the fatty lobe attached to the liver, and burnt them. But the bull, its hides, its flesh, and on the offal, he burnt with, with fire outside of the camp. Verse 18, then he brought the ram that was the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the ram. Moses killed it. Then he sprinkled the blood all around the altar and cut the ram. Then he brought the second ram, verse 22, and he brought the second ram, the ram of consecration. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on it. Moses killed it, took the blood, and then he put it on the on the tip of Aaron's right ear, on the, lump, on the thumb of Aaron's right hand, and on the toe of Aaron's right foot. You see, before the, the priest could go into the house, the priest could go enter in, blood had to be shed. And so the first offering was the bull offering. The second offering was the burnt offering. The bull offering, the first ram, burnt offering. Second ram, consecration offering. So every time there is sin, sacrifices had to be made. And it's so ironic that the Bible declares in the book of Matthew, the book of uh, Romans, I think it's Matthew, the book of Matthew, the book of Hebrews, and the book of Second Corinthians, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission sin and Jesus quotes quite a few things concerning the blood but we'll jump we'll go back Old Testament we'll come back to New Testament you see nothing that God does is without revelation 
You see, the priests had to come in. Burnt offerings had to be made. Uh, a ram, a bull um, had to be sacrificed. And then before the priest could go into the house or into the presence of God and to be sanctified, the right ear, the right thumb, the right toe. And then something significant happens here. Leviticus 14, verse 14. Very unusual. It says, Leviticus 14, verse 14, the cleansing for the lepers. The priest took some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest, so this is the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him to be cleansed, on the thumb of him, the right hand, and on the toe of the right foot. This is for the cleansing of a leper. Now, why would God do something when the priest needs to be sanctified, the right ear, the right finger, the right thumb? Now, a man that is in trespass, because when people had, was, had leprosy, they went sin. But the same thing had to take place. The right ear, the right thumb, the right toe. And it doesn't make sense. The high priests, the priests are all sanctified because of the blood. Because of the, um, the burnt offerings, the sacrificial offerings, and the sin offerings. But a man that is in sin gets the same treatment. Why would God do something like that? He gets the same treatment. Because for him, he couldn't enter the presence of God. He couldn't even have um, come into a community. Every time he came into a community, he had to call himself unclean, unclean. So why would God have the same offering, the same sacrifices for a man that is in sin, and a holy and a righteous man. Anyway. Jesus, when they took, when Jesus was in the courtyard, remember they gave him 39 lashes? They put a crown of thorns on his head and they put the cross on his shoulder. Now every high priest, every priest needed to have the blood in order to come into the presence of God. And when they put the crown of thorns on his head, his own blood touched his right ear. His own blood. Because when he began to touch his head, his own blood began to touch his right hand. And when he began to take the cross, as the blood began to flow down, his own blood sanctified his right toe as a sacrifice for you and I. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without the shedding of blood. You see, in the Old Testament, when sin was sin offering, burnt offerings, Consecration offerings, trespass offerings had to be done by the priests. 
Jesus in the New Testament. He was, you see, in the Old Testament, they took a ram. There was actual fact there was two rams that came in. One ram was a burnt offering, and another ram was a scapegoat offering. A scapegoat, we call it not escape, but a scapegoat. When somebody escapes, they run away. But a scapegoat is sent out. You see, when the scapegoat was in the presence of a priest, they laid their hands on the, on the, on the scapegoat, they offered up all the sin offerings, and they let the goat or the ram go. Jesus becomes your and my scapegoat. Because our sin, our sickness, our disease was placed upon him. So he not only has become your sacrificial lamb, but he become your and my scapegoat. And let's go. You see, in the book of Ezekiel, let's go to Isaiah 53, rather. Let's go to Isaiah 53. Isaiah looked at the Old Testament and he saw the New Testament. He looked at the Old Testament and he, he said, He bore our griefs and our sorrows. We esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Not we were, we are healed. You see, when the high priest and the priest and everybody that had to come into the presence of God, their right ear, their right thumb, their right toe, Jesus, you see, Isaiah saw him as your high priest, the right thumb, the right ear, the right toe, as your high priest, as your sacrificial lamb. Ezekiel sees it in another format. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 6. And when I pass you, and saw you struggling in your own blood, I said, you shall live. Yes, you shall live. You see, each one of us, we were born in sin. We were born in sin, like the leper. But the blood of Jesus cleanses you and I. I want to take you into another area quickly. In the book of Mark chapter 1, verse 40. In Mark chapter 1 from verse 40. Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. And what did Jesus say in the next verse? Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I'm willing, be Cleansed. You see, because Jesus knew already from Old Testament that when a leper comes and he, you touch his right ear, you touch his right thumb, you touch his right toe, he will be clean. You see, because Jesus already saw us polluted in our blood. And that is the reason why Jesus could say to the leper, I'm willing to be clean. And Jesus goes another thing. He says, he touched him. Jesus said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And Jesus sent him away with a strong warning. And then it says, 
See that you don't tell anyone. But go, show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your and offer, go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer your cleansing, those things which Moses commanded, as the testimony to them. Jesus already knew, way back, the testimony. The priest and the leper, both could be cleansed. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Amen. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. You see, when you and I were born, God already knew your and my sin. God already knew the things that we were going through. God already knew the struggles we had. God already knew about the trauma that you and I would go through. God already knew about it. You see, and so... David says in the book of Psalms 139 and Jeremiah, Jeremiah says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I already knew you. I already knew you. And he says to Jeremiah, I've called you as a prophet. Psalm 139, it says, I've formed you in your mother's womb. Intricately, wonderfully, and fearfully made. He knew our struggles. He knew our pain. He knew our sorrow. He knew the things that we were going to go through. He knew that we were going to go through pain, sorrow, tribulation. But He bore our sins. He bore our sicknesses. He bore out our, the struggles that was against you and I. The book of Matthew simply declares, Jesus simply says in the book of Matthew 26, This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for the many for the remission of sins. You see, according to uh, Psalm 139 verse 13, you were, for, you were, for you formed me in my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb, and the blood covers. The blood covers. Maybe there are some things in your life today that you're struggling, trauma, torment, it's one particular person, um, you're going through a struggle in your walk with God. And sometimes you question God, is it really, is it really necessary for me to go through so much trauma in my life? Is it necessary for me to go through so much pain? Is it necessary for me to go through so much in my life? He's a God that knows you and I. He's a God that understands. He's a God that changes times and seasons on our behalf. He's a God that makes a way where there seems to be no way. And He carries your and my burden. And because He has shed His blood, He formed you in your mother's womb. He knew you before time. Before time began, He already knew you. And he wants to heal, he wants to deliver, he wants to sanctify, he wants to cleanse you, he wants to touch you. Right now, as you align to yes, his presence coming to you right now, 
There's one particular lady you're struggling. You're struggling. Um, there seems to be an issue in your life and God's going to heal you. Heal you in your womb right now. In Jesus' name. I break every struggle of sickness and disease. Trauma. Growths. The blood of Jesus. The blood of the everlasting covenant. The blood. I want you just to lay your hands. I want maybe just everybody stand right now. Just begin to lay your hands on your body. Begins to lay your hands on where every part of growths. Thrombosis. Heart disorders. Lung disorders. Blood disorders. I break every stronghold. By the stripes of Jesus, you've been healed. I break every form of trauma. Trauma in the mind, in the emotion. Trauma because of, uh, of things that has happened in the family. I break every stronghold of trauma in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Father, that you restore right now by your Spirit. I break every lie of the enemy. You said in your word, uh, this is the confidence that we have in you. If we ask anything in your name, you'll do it. Now, Lord, touch men and women. Touch men and women, Lord. Touch them by your spirit. Touch them, Lord. The book of Romans declares, Romans 8, there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Break every stronghold of con condemnation. Every stronghold, Lord, of inferiority. Every stronghold, Lord. Lord, that men and women feel they cannot come into your presence because of sin. But there's no condemnation to right now. Father, you've forgiven us. You've cleansed us. The blood cleanses. The blood is, gives us access to the throne of grace. The blood causes us to overcome. I break every stronghold of death and destruction. David declares in Psalm 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all your benefits. Who forgives all iniquities, heals all diseases, and redeems our life from every form of destruction. David also says, You fill our mouth with good things. You fill our mouth with good things, Father. You fill men and women's mouth with good things. They begin to speak and to declare good things. They begin to speak and declare wonderful things. They begin to declare in Jesus' name every lie of the devil, every trauma. You satisfy our mouth with good things. Oh, you cause our youth, you cause us to, our youth to be renewed like that of an eagle. We will run and not grow weary. We will walk and not faint. And Father, we thank you. We thank you right now, Father. We apply the blood. We apply the blood even to our own lives. We apply the blood even to our own bodies. We apply the blood even to our own homes. We apply the blood to our vehicles, to our finances. We apply the blood over our children, Father. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I break strongholds. 
of ancestral spirits, strongholds of generational curses, strongholds of sickness and disease. I break strongholds, words spoken over your people. I break every stronghold in the name of Jesus. You said you've seen us polluted in our blood. You said we shall love, we shall love, we shall love, we shall love. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, thank you for the blood. Thank you for the covering of your blood. Thank you, Lord. Like the leper, we are cleansed. Oh, we don't need to feel um, any condemnation. We don't need to feel inferior to anyone else. But we can come into your presence with fullness. We can come into your presence knowing God, the God that we serve. We can come into your presence knowing that you will touch us. You will heal us. You'll sanctify us in Jesus' name. Come on, let's just thank Him this morning. Thank Him for the blood. Thank Him for the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. The Lord bless you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and grant you peace. Hope to see you tonight. The Lord bless you. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, there are a couple of things we would like you to do. Take a moment to subscribe and review this podcast. You can also help us reach more by investing today. Just go to our website www.ghcc.tv forward slash giving. The link is in the description. Thank you so much and we look forward to connecting with you soon.